This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items, and, and this month's theme is anti-hero. That's right. Like, I guess, like, uh, you know, Walter White from Breaking Bad. Yes. There's going to be some blue methamphetamine in your box, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Correct. Could huh. be rock candy, could be meth. You got to roll That's those true. dice yourself. <laughs> you roll those dice. You you <laughs> grow in that spoon and find out. Is that how that works? <laughs> I don't know drugs. Sure. Um, but you should go... Okay, there's probably no drugs in it. Don't worry about it. You should go to lootcrate.com <laughs> forward slash unpitchable and use the coupon code unpitchable uh, at that URL, and you'd save $3 on your purchase, and you you might get high. Get high, guys. Get high. You heard it here. Get get high on loot. Get rid of that hero with that anti-hero spray. Get All your right. loot high. Loot, All loot, right. loot it together, my bros. Okay, we're done. That's good enough. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Unpitchable, a podcast about fake sequels and movie mashups based on real movies. I'm Nick Keggy. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. Did you guys hear awesome. that uh, Rio is hosting the Olympics? Like like the movie Rio? Yes, yeah, the, the movie birds. Rio is, is with the birds. Yeah, that's It's exactly all on it. the back of one giant bird. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be um, it. I would watch the Olympics if that was the thing. Yeah, it, it went I real did, bad actually. when the... Uh, the javelin guy, you know, threw a little far and hit the bird in the head. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be over then, but it worked out. Well, yeah, that, it was scary until one of them figured out they could just steer the bird better with it. Still yeah. stuck in its head, so it worked out. It'll stop like hunting on a for serious prey. Note, did you guys happen to catch any of the Filipino diving team's video? I, no, tell, tell me about this. So tell the Filipino it. diving team came in. And it's like, you know those people on American Idol who they like they think they've sung good and people have told them they sing good their whole lives and then they sing and they're not good? Yes. Mm-hmm. So these guys are like doing dives and they are doing dives and not turning all the way. And so they're just giant belly flops. So if you have time, <laughs> I would look, I'd look up Filipino diving team Rio Olympics and just have yourself a good five minute laugh. That sounds pretty like good. Maybe they got possessed by Kevin James. <laughs> sure, it's a possibility. I heard that uh, people are literally just swimming through sewage there. Did you guys see the yeah. uh, pool went the from pool, uh, like bright the blue second to pool green? Turned green is like is what yeah. headline I saw. Powered by Gatorade. I don't know. Yeah. It was like a beautiful green color. Sponsored by Jello. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh. disgusting. So you know, next yeah. the next Olympics though is kind of unfair because of all the mutation. That's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Like in this um, one? Like, the, that guy's running super fast. He's got five legs. It's not fair. <laughs> Did you see a body turned up on the beach a while back? Like, right the day before? There's like, body parts. Yeah, that's up, great, man. man. It was terrifying. Rio. Rio. And uh, some of the housing, like the Olympic housing, you know, the Olympic, I don't know what they call it, but the housing for the Olympians. The dorms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It has, isn't up to health code. No, th- so um, there's a video. Like, this is, like, you think probably think we're joking when you're hearing this, but a lot of this actually happened. The, there was a biker, I believe it was a biker, who uh, walked out into the stairwell, and it was just f- pouring down water. And you think, like, oh, okay, so it was, like, dripping. No, it's, like, pouring water. <laughs> like, someone, someone's, like, turned the, the a bathtub on and just, like, let it run down the stairs. It's That's amazing. Insane. So, anyway, if you were wondering where we, what we did with all our trash, we sent it to Rio, apparently. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if Rio just leaned into all this and just started marketing themselves as, like, the only beach you'll find body parts on, and, and like, just <laughs> like, what if that was their they new have to, gimmick? The slogan has to be like, kind of implying that you'll find body parts, but not also saying that. That's so, like, funny. a new experience every time. Wait, let us <laughs> let's lend you a hand. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say it's like let's uh, let's let's yeah. help you give a helping hand. Start on the right yeah. foot, and also this foot <laughs> that washed up on the beach. So if you want to have a little bit more fun, another video that's fun to look up, and I'm sure you guys have seen the memes on the internet already. Like, Michael Phelps was, like, sitting in a corner with a hood on, like, getting ready for a relay or a race. Yes. And there's this guy from, I think it's Brazil, who's, like, sitting there dancing, like, uh, Eddie from Tekken. Um, Okay. Like, just trying to intimidate him. And it's clear he's trying to intimidate him by dancing and just being a free spirit and distracting him. And Michael Phelps is just sitting there with the hood on, like, making the most angry face he can. It looks like a Sith Lord just sitting in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, somebody. I saw somebody on Reddit say something about him looking like Anakin right before he goes yep. and kills all the Jedi. Yeah, but he's yes. um, a capoeira, man. 
You take them out. <laughs> Capo water. That's good. That's how you yeah, say it's, it? I think yeah, that's sure. how you say it. Capi- I know what you're talking about. It's dance fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Dance fighting. Yeah. Capo Capoeira. Cap. It's Capoeira. the Brazil. It's Capoeira. Yeah. It's like Brazilian dance fighting. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Good stuff. I think Nick brought us a movie. I did, and I just would like to let you guys know that I'm not even ashamed of how bad this movie is. I would like you to also know that I came up with this movie right before the podcast. Oh, that sounds. And I also used. I also used Rhyme Zone, so professional um, podcaster right here. <laughs> yep, we get paid to play. Um, my movie, I'm not even going to delay it any longer. Is Sleeping Hootie? It's a it's a remake of Sleeping Booty. Uh, sleeping. All right, I like where this is going. Tell me more about this Sleeping Booty that you've uh, I think obviously I've watched. That one. What's that about, Nick? You, Tim, you gotta. <laughs> no, what's uh, Sleeping Booty about? Can you please explain? Is it about pirates? What's the most innocent way you could explain this without getting in trouble? I can't even breathe right now. <laughs> okay. All right, Sleeping Nick. Booty, I want Nick. your thirty-second oh, uh, pitch for Sleeping, Sleeping Booty, booty please. <laughs> Sleeping. All right. So my thirty-second pitch for Sleeping Booty uh-huh. is um, it's about a treasure seeker um, by the name of Boot. Who? Okay. No, I got nothing. No. I got so what? Nothing it, on this one. What if it's a film? It's a Nicki Minaj documentary. <laughs> no. It's her sleep study. Actually, it's just uh, they they filmed her sleep study. That's actually like a good. That's a good. That's a good safe one. Like I get that. Okay. All I right. was thinking it's more of like in this Pixar film, butts are sentient. <laughs> What about that? Okay. I'd this is better that. than Nick's uh, uh, actual actual film, so. Uh, this it. is, yeah, sorry. So my movie, I'm sorry, my movie is Sleeping Hootie, <laughs> yeah. and it is, you could call it a remake or a reboot of Sleeping Beauty, the 1959 Disney drama. Okay. Um, and Tr- I can give you direction or you can take it. I feel like I you don't I have direction. Because the you have internet direction. has a definition for Hootie. And I don't think it's what you're talking about, so... Well, uh, see, that's the funny thing is, I thought you guys might take this a different way. So there's two directions this could go. It could go Sleeping Hootie as in Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, which is kind of what I was leaning towards. Or it could go Sleeping Hootie as in how, like as in Owls. And either way sounds great to me, so... I think that the only logical way we can go with this is if uh, Hootie and the Blowfish were owls. So... <laughs> Yeah, half owl, I agree. half human. Um, they're they're yeah they're they're man. I was gonna say hybrids, but that's just silly. <laughs> um, yeah, they're owl hybrids. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so in Sleeping Beauty, just to give you a rundown, because I had to like catch myself up because I forgot. Mm. Um, so there's like this fairy princess, fairy something, who gets snobbed by the royal family basically, and uh-huh. she puts a curse on their daughter who's a princess to remain asleep until a prince breaks the charm okay okay which isn't what i thought it was going to be i thought it'd be a whole different thing but anyway yeah so that's it and uh you know obviously a prince breaks the charm at least that's what i'm told. obviously so. prince breaks the charm <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we have to go with hootie and the blowfish now yep uh all right done deal hey guys what's your favorite hootie and the blowfish song uh, um, the the all of them that i've never heard yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard Hootie and the Blowfish. I, I know I've heard one for real, but I honestly cannot remember what it is. Let me look up the top song so we can educate ourselves. Okay. I was going to say, there's Hootie and the Blowfish were big for like, you know, 20 months. Yeah, man. I mean, they played like Jubilee, and you know you're doing good if you're playing Jubilee. I can't separate Hootie and the Blowfish from the band Fish with a P. So, okay, so Hootie, Hootie and... Wait, Sleeping... Sleeping... Sleeping, sleeping Hootie. Hootie. Sleeping Hootie. None That's, of the Blowfish. The Blowfish are not in this. The Blowfish are definitely in this. Okay. They're his family. Oh, yeah, the okay. royal family. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. you're right. So... Um, so, let me ask this, just to kind of get the ball rolling. Who is the fairy who curses Hootie? Um, <laughs> this could uh, go a lot of different directions. Um, <laughs> Kesha? Okay, done. No. Yep. Ke- no? Kesha. Kesha. I, what I if think it's Kesha. Jennifer Lopez? And let me just let me just make this, okay? She's kind of been in the music industry, but she hasn't done anything big in a while. And American Idol just ended, so like her life's kind of over. Yeah, I mean, we really need some star power in this film because currently we have uh, the reanimated corpse of Prince playing the Prince and Hootie and the Blowfish. So, you know, <laughs> kind of a straight to DVD <laughs> cast right now. Yeah, this is a. Uh, only on iTunes or Lifetime. 
Yeah. Um, what if we take this a different route and we don't actually go through Sleeping Beauty and it's just the band gets a narcolepsy and he's falling asleep during their shows. <laughs> and Prince, Prince's spirit has to come back and revitalize them because they're so sick of playing the same songs. I'm down for this. I like this. I like this. All right, okay. that's the route. That's it. Um, that's all I got. They learn a valuable okay. so, lesson. So I think like credits roll. You think Prince is just like revitalizing, or you think he's like possessing him? <laughs> you got possessed <laughs> by Prince. That'd yeah, actually pretty legit. Why did we? All- I'd be all right with that. Minus the introduction of drugs into my body, I'd be cool with it. <laughs> well, he's been dead uh, for a minute, so maybe they're out of his system now. Well, I was just thinking he might do them as me, but oh, okay, I, I see what you're or, saying. I mean, well, like medically I don't speaking, speak they the were dead. out of his system when he died. Just to medically be speaking like yeah the second oh yeah dr nick dr nick. nick is back <laughs> dr. thanks dr nick hey man I, my <laughs> knee's been hurting a little bit lately i was wondering if you could take a look at it for me yeah hey, when, um, uh, where'd you get that degree huh where the, the doctor, doctor you, university the wall, huh? of doctorology yeah uh, did you get it from google uh, i got google it i got it from the university of phoenix oh, that's a legit school all right yeah sure harry you're potter my, you're there. my primary care physician now congratulations okay you brought a bad movie and now you're a doctor <laughs> well, this only. worked out for me. <laughs> it did. Um, you guys are now required to call me Doctor Nick from the, like forever. Okay. okay. So, Doctor Nick, why don't you take those two paddles over there and uh, resuscitate this movie? Code <laughs> <laughs> so, so blue. Uh, okay. So I was thinking. Okay, Tim, re re hit me with your idea. They they all have narcolepsy, right? Sure. They're okay, cursed. And, but I think somebody cursed them, yeah. So I'm thinking uh, in the future, narcolepsy is something that's contagious. Like John Mayer uh, cursed them. John, okay, perfect. He played, John he Mayer. played the the most. He played a, the most perfect chord, and it just debilitated them. Okay, okay, I like it. So I'm thinking I like that. I like that a lot. So I'm thinking like, what if they're at like a battle of the bands? Uh huh. And you're right. John Mayer curses them because all the people at the Battle of the Bands tend to be like they're they're old enough to live in the 90s, and so they really, really, really like Hootie and the Blowfish. And John Mayer's just a little bit out of their realm. And he's like, "Hey, listen, Hootie, your body is a wonderland." And he's like, "Please stop." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uh, real creepy. Just say what David, you need. To what say. else you got? Say what you need to say. You got anything? <laughs> uh, that's all we know. That's well, this- I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> I know some John Mayer songs, but it's the John Mayer Power Hour. Get started. Go. <laughs> All right, so so we got the the band's been cursed. They fall asleep. Prince Prince is looking down and just says, "This can't. I can't stand this." Like like there are literal doves crying around him. <laughs> I only have enough power to like influence moderately. Well, not even moderately. Like almost dead bands so this is all i can do they're, they're, oh that's they're great. so close to the uh, spirit realm because they're so close to dying as a band <laughs> not a physically but as a band yes yeah okay yeah that well, makes i sense. mean like if you're going that route he could uh, he could definitely get into any of the rolling stones people but um <laughs> they're basically skeletons already so. <laughs> yeah uh but uh he that's figured that even that might be too many drugs for his his <laughs> I can't take it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pass I, a drug test to get those heaven, so. that's a, I like it. That's good. All right. And so they thwart John Mayer by Prince slaying him with a cool solo. And then Mr. Hootie, which is not a guy, I'm almost certain. No, we're going uh, with he Steve Hootie. Jonathan Hootie. Steve and uh, Jonathan Hootie. Robert Hootie. <laughs> he learns a valuable lesson about Prince. That's it. That's well, that's it. I think that's a 30 Who's second pitch, right? Oh, you gotta, well, you gotta, you gotta pitch give it. it. Hey, why don't okay. you uh, <laughs> pitch your Dr. Nick spin on it and pitch it, but make it good. You know, like you do as a doctor. Dr. Nick pitch. Um, okay, so medically speaking, Hootie and the Blowfish and John Mayer are playing at a battle of the bands to uh, benefit cancer. This is, Okay, so this is like the most sci-fi movie we've ever done. To think that John Mayer <laughs> and Hootie and the Blowfish would be playing at a battle of the bands together. This is an uh, alternate against universe. each other, <laughs> mind you. We opened a wormhole uh, and yeah. let you see into it. <laughs> so, uh, from there, John Mayer decides that he just can't compete with Hootie and the Blowfish. So he has a specific cord that that medically induces a coma among all of Hootie and the Blowfish, mm-hmm. and they can only hear it because they have those in ear things that 
bands have, and so they they hear it and they all get the narcolepsy. Yep. And Prince realizes that they're on the realm of of dying and decides that he wants to intercede and bring them back to life. And so that's Prince uh, mm-hmm. breaking the sleeping hootie curse. Mm-hmm. I like it. So not only was that our shortest movie, but also probably our best. Definitely <laughs> the best movie we've ever done. I give it six eight, eight out, out of ten. Eight stars. out of ten. That's my go-to. That's him being generous. So up next is Unpitchable Recommends. And I Word. guarantee you it's not this podcast. So <laughs> let's do it. Say what you need uh, to say. David, what do you what do you got? <laughs> what? What do you gotta recommend, bud? Uh, I've got. I'm gonna recommend No Man's Sky. Yeah. Okay. okay. Tell me I've about this space that. game. Yeah, I started playing it last night, and it's how many it's planets really have fun. you explored? What? How many planets have you explored? I'm um, so far like six. I actually, named the first uh, galaxy that I started in un unpitchablis, unpitchablius <laughs> podcastinus. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, explain what this game is real quick, if you don't. All right. For, so. Yeah. This game is basically about um, space exploration, and it's got some survival mechanics in it, but they're actually not... I don't find them that intrusive, as uh, some people had, you know, kind of said early on when they started the game. But, so, so the easiest way for me to explain this is just to walk you through the first moments of the game. You, you start the game, and you wake up on a planet, and your ship needs repair, and... You, you have this um, this mining tool. It's like a multi-tool, and uh, it has a mining beam. And basically, you can shoot stuff like trees, plants, uh, elements. Like, like There's like these like crystal like rods shooting out of the ground. And they're basically different elements you get from shooting those, like iron, plutonium, stuff like that. And, and that's how you kind of fix your ship, get off the planet, and, and then you learn how to build uh, very quickly a hyperdrive for your ship so that you can jump from system to system instead of just planet to planet that sounds so okay you, uh, did you mention that it's procedurally generated yeah no i did not so so every planet is procedurally generated um you you should just look up maybe just a little bit behind the the mm, the algorithm? system this yeah the algorithm that's kind of running this procedural generation it's fascinating it's, and way it's over super my head. fascinating but they uh yeah so like my understanding and correct me david is the whole the whole game basically is procedurally generated, so there's like yes. some like eighteen quintillion. Yeah, there's a, an enormous number of yeah. like planets that they've thrown like out overwhelmingly there. Overwhelmingly large, like you'll never. They were see saying anything. even the developers don't know what's in the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, well, they have some idea, of course, because you know. It yeah, is but like, right. like, but like they they made a good yeah, point. they couldn't sit down and go, yeah, we know what each planet. Yeah, would there's look like, like they couldn't tell you what experience you're gonna have. Like you're gonna end up on a weird planet where every, where everything's just feet, and that'd be weird. It, it's possible. Maybe. It's possible. Science. That is weird. So, um, what do you think of the game, man? I like it. Uh, it I, it's really like hitting a nerve of just like it's kind of relaxing to play because hmm. there's not there's not a whole lot of like threat to you or, or so far there hasn't. Now, um, I listened to Giant Bomb. I know Tim does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard Brad saying this week that uh, the further in you get, like galaxy wise, the, the the more systems deeper in you get, they actually are a little more hostile or maybe things get a little more hectic so you know that that could be that ramps up a little more actually just before i came to record i did get in my first ship to ship combat and that was pretty Hmm. neat uh basically if you're carrying a lot of it's either if you're carrying a lot of elements or if you're like a pretty proficient trader Hmm. with the space stations that like somehow that alerts pirates and they'll come and try and like jack your stuff can you be a pirate? Like, I think can you, you can. Be? Like, I, I, I think you can attack other ships like without them attacking you first. Hmm. Oh, that's um, cool. But I have not tried that yet. But I really like it. Um, there's, you know, I, I think for sure it's something that you may have to just kind of play and decide for yourself. If you got a friend that has it, maybe go over there and play it. Um, but for me, it's, it's just super relaxing to just kind of land on a planet explore wildlife and and that's kind of part of the game too is you can scan like plants and animals and Hmm. and learn their like whatever their genus their species name is but you can rename them whatever you want i renamed something uh a plumbus because it looked just like a plumbus from rick and morty um so (laughs) so yeah you can name them whatever i named one thing a dog with too many legs because it had like six legs but it kind of looked like a dog (laughs) that's 
pretty fantastic. It's, it's pretty fun. And so the, the neat thing about that is if anyone somehow, through the magic of coincidence, ever landed on a planet I discovered, they would see that it's already been discovered by me. Hmm. They would see, like, my gamertag, and if they saw that alien, they would see the, the name of it that I gave it. So it's kind of neat. I mean, the odds of that happening are pretty high, uh, pretty low, but uh, yeah, it's still. I mean, but it, it, it'll happen. About. You know, yeah, that's, eventually. That's the cool thing about that game, though, is just the kind of getting to like, hey, this is mine, you know? Yeah, but I, I definitely give it a recommend. So if you, if that yeah. sounds, if you like Minecraft, um, this is not Minecraft, but the idea of just kind of tinkering around and just kind of low key video game playing, like this, this yeah. is that. I, I can get behind that, and the, you know the other thing is they're putting base building in in the next update. Yeah, so. which I still I that'll you be told more me that earlier this week. Um, that'll be really cool. I, I have I not to read about it, that because the videos I've exciting. watched have definitely I got hit by the hype train this week and resisted the urge to buy it. So, <laughs> Nick, you got I like something? It. I do actually. I uh, I went and saw Suicide Squad this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good and like and it's funny cuz I didn't like Batman versus Superman at all, but I want to remind kind of like everybody out there it's not it's not like rated R, but it's probably PG-13. There are a couple moments that were a little bit probably much. But overall, it was a good movie. I would actually give it like 7, 8 out of 10 stars. The Joker, I guess my favorite characters were Amanda Waller, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, but I, I wasn't a big fan of Captain Boomerang. Uh, the you said Joker, you liked I kind of, uh, Diablo too, right? Oh, Diablo was a great character, yeah. Can I ask they real quick, is that a character from Batman or did they make him up for the movie? Diablo is a character from DC, but I don't think he's from Batman. I think he's from... I think he might be from Batman, but I'm not 100% for sure where he started. I know he's been in some ju- like he's been in some Justice League uh, story arcs. Okay. I just never heard but, of him, so I was curious. Yeah, so he his character was just kind of great. They I really like characters that they leave you wanting more with. Yeah. And I felt like they did a really good job with hmm. doing that, but I would say like, you know, there's a lot of controversy around this movie cuz it's like the first time someone's played the Joker since Heath Ledger and I felt like the Joker was maybe a little overdone because I, I don't like my my Jokers to be like drug lords. He felt like yeah, a Mexican drug yeah, lord, I'm not like a Mexican cartel. But I would say like he was all right. There are a couple of moments that were like really clear images of like other storylines. Okay, the relationship with Harley was like really impressive. I like my Joker to be in love. All my favorite storylines include the Joker being in love in some degree. So like. When they do, like, the original Red Hood story, like, the Joker's in love with his wife and, like, they kill her because he won't do a, um, he won't do a bank robbery. And so, like, he's a comedian who used to work at a factory in that storyline. And another one, he's, like, in love with Vicky Vale. Just, like, in the 1989 storyline, like, that Jack Nicholson's in love with the mob boss's wife. Yeah. Um, and then when he becomes the Joker, he becomes in love with, uh, Vicky Vale. Just like I really like a Joker. Are you sure that like you didn't accidentally pick up a romance novel that someone like take took the uh, main character's (laughs) name and wrote Joker over? (laughs) It's like Nicholas Sparks, Uh, the Joker. uh, Yeah, that's another movie. I like Um, the part where uh, he was reading that journal and she had dementia, and it reminded her of who he was and how they were married for just and then they died together in each other's arms. Yep, that's exactly what happened. happened. But, uh, like, just to kind of round this out, because I know I've been talking a little bit much, it, I really would recommend going and seeing it in theaters. Uh, I felt like it was really good. Deadshot really deserved a movie out of that, so I wouldn't be surprised seeing, like, if Deadshot and Harley Quinn, and uh, surprisingly, Batman was only in the movie for just a few minutes, but, I, like, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it was it was really good, and there's a really great mid uh, really great mid credit scene, and, and, like, you guys know how much I hated Batman versus Superman, so, like, to say that... And I hated all the trailers for for Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad too, because yeah. it just felt like, hey, let's take villains and do Ocean's Eleven, which is exactly what it felt. That actually like. sounds really good. If you did that, <laughs> I would watch the crap um, out of that. But I yeah. want Matt Damon to be a villain, and I want yeah. Ben Affleck to be a villain. And yeah. it's so, you got a better chance of Matt Damon popping up in one now. Now that Affleck is a is Batman, yeah. So it was. What if was Matt Damon good. was Robin? I would say. Yeah, my final point is, like, you do you remember in Civil War when they start addressing each character? They flash, like, the city they're in on the screen, and then they go into, like, five minutes of that character, and then they bounce right back to, like, another character sure. yeah. in Civil War? They they didn't copy it in here, but they did a really good job with, like, 
instead of giving an entire history of a character, they just kind of gave a moment in that life that was defining to that character. Like, That's Will cool. Smith's character had, like, a five-minute shot on a moment why he why he is where he's at. And so, no that's spoilers. Cool. Hmm. Anyway, that that's good. all I got. All right, cool. So, uh, awesome. I'm going to recommend Tim? another cartoon, I guess. All right. Oh, yeah? can't help it. We kind of got on a kick, and it's it's been weird, but... We started watching Steven Universe. I don't know if I, yeah, watched so, that. yeah, that's been on my radar, but it's pretty. It's how, how do you pretty, like it? Pretty good. I, it's one of those things where, like, I thought it was going to just be Adventure Adventure Time uh-huh. again, which I like Adventure Time. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, I don't want to watch this show twice. But no, it's a right. uh, it's a little more. I guess serious is wrong. It's hilarious and just all over the place, but it tackles some more issues. And uh, it's it's just one of those things where like Steven's super positive the whole show, mm-hmm. and so it's. I, it's just fascinating to watch. I won't go on too much about it, but I'd recommend it. And the how, other thing I was going to recommend, well, unless you have a question on. about it. Yeah, I have one question about Steven Universe. How anime is it? Because it kind of looks like it's really anime. It's not. Okay. Okay. It's it's cartoony. I mean, it's, okay. it may have like a little bit of influence, but it's it's not. Okay, I wasn't sure it looked anime, but... The other thing I would recommend, and kind of not recommend, this is my not recommend. I did my recommend, and here's my not recommend. I had a Crystal Pepsi today. That's it's not, not good. Okay. They're not yeah. good at all. If They're you, really bad. You want to know what I first thought you just said? Well, I uh-huh. know what you said. You said I had a Crystal Pepsi, and my mind went to you blended Pepsi and some Crystal Burgers into a <laughs> dude. I forgot <laughs> that Crystal Pepsi was an I actual would product. For probably a be okay with that <laughs> if it was. I mean, like that would be more accurate. I don't know. Crystal Pepsi is like a clear cola, is what it says in the bottle. Yeah, and it's not good. I don't know. It, it tastes kind of like I couldn't. My wife and I could not figure out what it tasted like. It's probably just sugar water at the end of the day. Really? It doesn't taste like... I thought it was just clear Pepsi is all it was. Nope. It does That's not what they like wanted Pepsi. it It's got be, a little flavor like Pepsi, but it also kind of has a 7-Up-y flavor. Weird. That's weird. You remember um, blue pe- or Pepsi Blue? You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was disgusting. It was like blue raspberry and coconut, right? It was like it was, it was like straight up the liquid from the blue watered I- down Icy's. popsicles. Yeah, or yeah. watered down yeah. Icy. It was gross. So anyway, don't drink that and it will kill you. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I like who's up next? David's up next. All right. All right. Um, David. All right, guys. So I am pitching. So there is, let's let's just say that this, remember when I did a Seinfeld movie? We're going to do another oh TV movie. My movie is a, a take on Kill Bill. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's called Kill Uncle Phil. <laughs> oh, no. Ah! Uh, and okay. it's it's definitely a Fresh Prince of Bel Air movie with uh, Uncle Phil as the villain. So let me tell you something. Right. I actually haven't seen Kill Bill. Okay. So I might need a, li- a little bit direction other than I can kill Uncle Phil no problems. Trust me. <laughs> so but. all right, that 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 probably is a good idea. So in Kill Bill, Uma Thurman is the is the lead role. She's the the blonde in the yellow jumpsuit. She's basically her character is the bride and uh kind of what happens is that movie opens with I think it opens with her wedding except she's laying in the middle of the church in a white gown with like bullet hole like she's been shot up. Everyone's dead at the church and then it kind of it's a Tarantino movie. So it it plays with like, you know, shots from the past, flashbacks and then present. Anyway, so basically Uma Thurman is a part of this assassins kind of guild mm-hmm. um, run by Bill and she decides she falls in love with someone and decides that she wants out and he kind of loves her kind of thinks of her as a daughter and just can't let her go and so he keep tries to kill her and and everyone at the wedding but she survives and and the whole the whole both films are all about her getting revenge okay um, it's just her fighting her way through all the leftover members of the assassins guild to get to Bill. okay that sounds awesome it's you should watch Kill Bill. It's definitely watch worth, worth watching. So, Kill Phil. Basically, uh, my idea was I almost cast this as... So, I'll let you guys decide. Do you want the hero of the story to be Will or Carlton? Because I kind of like Carlton being the hero. But I like Carlton being the hero, too. Yeah. Okay. Carlton, like, dancing his way to victory is my <laughs> Dancing favorite. his way with a couple of katanas in his hand. He's like, like who would have guessed that all this dancing was actually a hidden martial art? <laughs> So I, if you don't have direction, I have that's, some right off the bat. That's all the direction I have. Basically, the way the the way I kind of saw this movie playing out is just uh, we pick a couple of the cast members and make them like decide what type of assassin they would be and how the hero has to fight and <laughs> okay, kill them. All right. I so, can deal with this. so it so, can go anyway. Yeah. So my thought on this is like why this all happens is I think 
like, you know, everybody's grown up, but I think Uncle Phil wants to have another kid, right? Okay. Or we're just going to call him Phil, because it yeah, wouldn't make sense fine. to call Uncle... So I think Phil wants to have another kid, and Carlton gets jealous, so he decides to kill them all. Okay. Um, I like that idea. I, that's a good I have idea. an alternate, and I'd just like to pot, put it out there. So what if this was just an alternate telling of the series finale? So <laughs> they're all going to move away, and Phil is like, you have to stay. Well, Carlton's so, like, I need to get out. So in moving away in Phil's mind is just killing them. Because <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. dead to him anyway. Yeah, he's like, well, okay. if I can't... <laughs> Keep an eye on you at all times. Then I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Kill I like. Him. I like Thames better. Okay. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. Let's roll with that. Yeah. I like that one better. All right. So you were saying we need to like talk about what kind of assassin everybody is and. Well, that, yeah. Uh, so I mean, the the movie, like the real movie, is just her going from like assassin to assassin and killing them, and they've all kind of got their own some, fighting like, styles. Yeah. And stuff, some so. weird trait or whatever. That's yeah. There. Yeah, but okay. it's because she goes to each of them because they knew that he was going to try and kill her. Right? Yeah. I mean, they also yeah. kind of like knew she gets more pieces of where Bill may be. So it's you know. Yeah. Huh. All right. So uh, she he, Carlton wants to leave the homestead and go and and be a man on his own. I think Finally. the first person he has yeah. to fight is DJ Jazzy Jeff. He's definitely bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I was thinking his thing would be that he has a turntable that launches records. Oh, yeah. Like, like bladed record. Yeah. I yeah. like this. Oh, yeah. All so, right. I like it. He's like, you know, up there being a disc disc jockey, as he likes yeah. to be called. Yeah. Mainly because he's riding a horse. Uh, death and he's jockey. very slight of figure. So he can, uh, he's a very good jockey. So, so he's shooting discs at Carlton. So it's just, it's, do you want to name them all and then talk about how Carlton overcomes them, or one at a time? Well, he definitely. No, let's just overcome him. He definitely, um, at some point in this fight, GJ Jazzy Jeff yells, "This is my death jam," and oh, plays no. like a, his signature song, whatever okay. it is. That's good, and that really hurts Carlton. <laughs> Carlton can't. Carlton can't actually Carlton to that song. That's why it's, it's That's so... the problem. He can't Carlton. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, and every part of every fiber of my being wants to Carlton, but I can't. If I do, I'll die. I'll Carlton too hard. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe DJ Jazzy, he gets DJ Jazzy Jeff to hit on one of uh, Uncle Phil's daughters. Okay. And that gets him thrown out of the house, but directly okay. into a spike pit. <laughs> yeah, all right. I like okay. that. I like that. So, you know, that's Uncle Phil sends his guys to take care of DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. That's how Carl- Carlton sets yeah, he it up. Say, he sets him up, he frames him. Yeah. That's perfect. I like it. So, what was the butler's name? Jeffrey. Jeff. Joffrey. Joffrey. Um, yeah, technically. Yeah. We should. Uh, it's Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Um, oh gosh. No. Playing. Uh, so no. So what? So what's his thing? Because I feel like he'd be next, right? I think he kills people with lobsters, <laughs> steaming lobsters. lobsters. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's very he's, butlery. He's, he's probably subtle. He probably puts like a poison mint on your pillow. Yeah, he's very proper. Like <laughs> so, like if, uh, if if him and Carlton he, get in the same room, Carlton will wreck him. He kills him with uh, pampering. That's he just makes yeah. you really comfortable. <laughs> okay, and let me prepare you win. for your long sleep, sir. <laughs> That's, that's, no, that's I, I, I like poison mints. That's that's good. Yeah. And maybe so maybe he like of a blowgun or he's something. not super. He's not super uh, strong, so he's not going to fight Carlton head on. No, no, no. Because Carlton will dance, like kick him in the face and kill him. <laughs> well, so what he does is he's got to be stealthy. Yes. So maybe like he seems like he'd be low on the totem pole, but in reality, he's one of the last that Carlton actually kills. Okay. Okay. Or maybe he's fighting that guy. That guy and the sister. The younger um, sister at the same time. I don't remember. Ashley? Yeah, Ashley. Ashley. Thank you. What do you think? Yeah? What's Ashley I like this. Saying? I like this. Uh, her, Ashley, her desire uh, to be a pop star it, is killing the family. I was going to say, Ashley, Ashley has like mascara that she can shoot the little bristles off at you at. Okay. No? Okay, yeah. Yes. I like that. That's yeah. Sure. That's that's one of her one of her tricks. Because she's like, she's like a stealthy assassin. She's not like a... She like... Her goal is to make it look like an accident. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Maybe, uh, maybe her her thing is that she's not super great as an assassin, but she's got two like giant bodyguards that help her out because <laughs> her <laughs> dad wants to take care of her because she's the baby. Assassin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like they set it up to make it look like she just destroyed somebody, but she didn't. <laughs> okay. So Carlton faces her, and the way he takes down the two bodyguards is he does the old switcheroo, and yeah. uh, he jumps in between them, and then they go to punch, and then their fists can uh, hit each other. And it breaks every bone in their body, and they die. They just lay there, and they slowly die. 
And that's how he defeats Ashley. He doesn't actually kill Ashley. He, yeah, he just neutralizes her muscle. I gotcha. Yeah, and so she's like, oh no, I'm gonna kill you with this mascara pen. And then it doesn't do anything. It's like, those are bristles. It's not gonna do anything. It's a cool, cool <laughs> okay. weapon, but I like it. I like so, it. So next up is Hillary. She, Carlton just... Carlton just punches her in the face and she's done. <laughs> she's All useless. right, so next up is Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv has got to have some sort of, like, Black Widow, like, terrifying monster beast that she is. She actually okay. is not a uh, human. Well, my thought on this was Carlton kills Aunt Viv and she dies, and then the second Aunt Viv walks in the room that everybody forgot about. <laughs> That's her power. She can split into two. That's the real Aunt Viv. Her, her real uh. thing is that she's a twin. But they yeah. don't look anything alike. But they're they don't not. look alike. They're fraternal <laughs> twins. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. Carlton has to fight them. Let's just jump to Uncle Phil because I want to know what happens to him. All right. Well, what about Will? Oh, that's right. I forgot about Will. Maybe Will and Carlton are cool. Okay. All right. Oh, no, wait. I like it. What if uh, Carlton accidentally takes those pills in his locker? Uh, <laughs> Will gives him pills and he takes them. And that's how he can face Uncle Phil. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and he dances and dances until he passes out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Will's fault, man. Will gives him drugs. It's classic. So maybe that happens, and that's how he faces Uncle Phil. I think Uncle Phil should probably be five or six times bigger than. He's already twice as big. So so it's not that much. When you say bigger, do you mean taller or rounder or both? Yes, both. <laughs> so he's just—he's uh, just very large and imposing. He is—he's the whole second floor, is what you're well, saying. Well, yeah. What you didn't know is this whole time you thought you were fighting in the mansion, but really you walked through the front door you're and it was my mouth. You've been fighting inside my body. <laughs> and he's sending like killer T cells and white blood cells to fight off the infection. Is that how that works? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is sure. this is the spiritual successor to Osmosis Jones. I like it. <laughs> Uh, yes we'll, we'll marry that in um, Carlton suddenly voiced by Eddie Murphy It's weird <laughs> That would be This is good This canon yeah. So how does he take care of uh, Uncle Phil? So my Love? thought is What if Uncle Phil's like a big boss Like a like a Mario level boss Where like Carlton runs around a lot And Uncle Phil just stomps around Really slowly and heavily Okay Yeah Kind of like, right. like You remember Metal Gear? Like you remember Metal Gear Rex on Metal Gear Solid? That yeah. kind of thing. All right. Okay. So let me let me flip this idea. That that's fine. That stays. Um, so you know, through most of the show, I, I Uncle Phil kind of set Will straight a lot, but Will also kind of set Uncle Phil straight a mm-hmm. lot. So what if what if the only way to defeat Uncle Phil is with Will and and Carlton's taking those pills and he just like he he literally wields Will as a weapon. <laughs> he just picks him up by his feet and starts swinging him. I, I think that I think that definitely happens, and I think one of uh, Uncle Phil's attacks, since this became a video game, needs to be, uh, he's a lawyer. He's just suing the crap <laughs> okay. out of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, half Wait. his body is signing things into law. Well, I don't yeah, know how, yeah, I don't okay. know how lawyers work either. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It works. I like it. Maybe he has a giant right. gavel. He definitely, I was about to say, he definitely has a giant okay. gavel. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Overruled! And he's trying to just hit him. <laughs> You cannot withstand Mecca Phil. <laughs> I hold you in contempt. Um, <laughs> I like this. Oh, this is, man, this is great. Uh, it's got right, David, why don't you give us a 30-second pitch? Maybe, maybe so Phil, Uncle Phil has to go down somehow, though. Right? Yeah, we, we got we to gotta take him. Oh, out. yeah, sorry. So what's the what happens? Well, didn't wasn't there one episode where he just wouldn't stop eating something and he had a heart attack or something? Like I'm not making that up, right? Maybe, maybe he just has a heart attack. That's what I was about just to say. Like, they're always concerned about his cholesterol. What if he just finally has a heart attack? Yeah, With, uh, without <laughs> okay. Joffrey there to help him. Uh... Yeah, is he neutralized? Well, that's the thing. Maybe he has a heart attack all the time, and Joffrey just goes out real quick and gets him a new heart. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> they killed Joffrey. So uh... yeah, well. No hearts on the way, but He's also a heart surgeon. A very, high, very highly paid heart surgeon. Joffrey was a lot of things, all right? So yeah. don't... I, at one point... Mostly did they disappointed. Like try, yeah, yeah. He's been a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like right. it. So, yeah. All right. So, 30-second pitch. Kill Phil is the story of all, all the... Of Carlton trying to go out and, you know, finally leave the house in Bel Air and, and be his own man. And um, Uncle Phil just can't... He, he can't stand the thought of his children moving away so much that he orders 
the rest of the family to kill Carlton. So Carlton right. has to uh, has to fight his way through his family members and manservant to to prove that he's he's you know he's a man enough to leave the house, which means ultimately he has to kill his family and father. Uh, which is you know if you think about it, really the ultimate way to say I'm finally a man when you can kill your own father. <laughs> so, That's what, uh, I always talked about how like I know I'll know Judah's ready to move out of the house when he's like uh, he finally can kill me. Yeah, and then he's gonna be like had to have his like his hand around my neck at 18 choking me and I'm just going to give him a thumbs up and say, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I mean, by saying I'm so proud of you, I'm probably going to be choking, but that's how <laughs> I'll know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so it's my favorite. That's what I'll say. <laughs> Take care of your mom. And then I'm dead. So Carlton, you know, he easily kind of blows through, uh, the first two villains, which is DJ Jazzy Jeff and Ashley. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he fights his way through um, Aunt Viv one, Aunt Viv two, and uh, <laughs> jo- Joffrey to get to Uncle Phil. And um, Will comes back into the picture, and Carlton Carlton uses Will as a literal weapon to strike at Uncle Phil. Turns out all they need to do is just make Uncle Phil move around enough to have a heart attack, and that's it. And that's it, you know. And he, he inherits the fortune. He inherits the fortune, and he actually, you know, inherits Will too. So I don't know if it's really yeah. a win. Yeah. Will just lives with him. <laughs> Will's That's still in the pool house. Like, all right, I'll just be the pool house man. All right, this sounds cool. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you cool if I live back here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's end. great. Perfect. Man, that was that was amazing. I had no guys. idea when you first said that, but it worked out. I think it worked out. I think it worked out. <laughs> that was Tim, a good one. Yeah, Tim, what do you all got right. for us? Save. I us. have. So, have you guys seen Homeward Bound? Yes, I have. It's a great movie. So I'm, uh, my movie, I'm just going to jump right into it, is Homeward Round. And if you guys want like a little idea here, is it's going to be instead of dogs getting lost, it's your favorite uh, um, overweight actors. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, uh, all right. So we got to pitch these. Well, uh, let's establish. Let's establish our favorite overweight actors yeah, first. Three or three or four. Let's put the cap at three okay. or four. We each get we each get one, and then we have to agree on one. So okay, so okay. there there is some like requirements here. First off, you have to have the like what was champ? Wasn't that the uh, chance? Chance. Chance. Okay, you gotta have chance. Okay. What was the girl dog? There was no uh, girl was dog in Homeward Down. It was, it, a oh, it was a cat. cat. No, it was You're a right. Okay. Cat. Dang, I suck at this. Chance. And I think her name was Sassy. Actually. Sassy. And then it's Shadow. Shadow. Yeah. And he was the the library. Okay, so you need to have an old one, a young one, a, a young one, and a female. And a female who talks too much. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Who's going to be um, the old one? Let's start with that. Okay. The old, wizened, overweight Louis Anderson. My uh, dad! I like this. <laughs> uh, what about John Goodman, though? Okay. John Goodman would be Is a good Is he still kid. overweight? Well, actually, no. Have you seen him lately? He's actually not. I don't think we I was going to say, because I was just thinking I saw him in the, the Godzilla or the King Kong trailer, and he didn't look that overweight. No, he's lost a lot of weight. Good. Good for him. I like, I like Louis Anderson. I think he's dead, but we can still use him. Is Louis Anderson uh, dead? I for real think no, he's dead. No, he's not dead. Hold John on, I'm looking up. super dead. Hold on, Louis I'm Googling successful alive. fat actors. Give me a second. We don't need that. We got this. All right, so you got Louis Anderson as the, like, older, wiser fat guy, right? And they live with a family. No, he's Who's, not dead. He's 63. Good, no, good I told you. That's what I tell you, dude. All, All right, right, so Chance. He's still fat, though. Now you need Chance the young one. J- Jonah Hill. Okay. Yeah! I was actually thinking that. I like perfect. that. I just screamed into my microphone, but I like that. Yeah, we're on the same. We're on the same page. This is perfect. Uh, so Jonah Hill, and then we need a female. I'm gonna go ahead and say no, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that's no too Melissa easy. McCarthy. I it's actually really like, I know like her as an actress, it. but I think we can do. I think we can do somebody else. We Rebel need to... Wilson. How about Rebel Wilson? Do you guys know who she is? She's that British yeah, she's blonde fat girl. Amy. Yeah, I know yeah, who you're she, talking about. You know what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, it's Fat Amy. Okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I, I haven't seen Pitch Perfect, but I know, but I know who you're talking about. about. Yes. Yeah, She was in uh, What to Expect When You're Expecting, which I've seen sure. twice. Ooh, twice? Uh, that's a good movie. Wait a minute. Let's good. talk about that for a minute. It's kind of good. Seen it twice? How'd you yes, see it twice, watch it with me if you want. Hey, can you guys check your phones real quick? Nick sent us a picture of Val Kilmer, and he's and, getting and all seven there. of his chins. So maybe, maybe he's like... He's like one of the like animals in the forest or whatever, yeah, like wherever the por- they are. That kind of is like, oh, you should go them. this way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, wait. So who'd we pick as our? We picked Rebel Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I got. We were talking I, about I, how I saw what to expect when you're expecting twice. How did you see it twice? Yes. I don't know. How'd you see it once? I. It was on. Okay. My wife was watching it. I'm just curious. I, like, I, my wife I've was seen watching a lot it. of movies that Brandy's just been watching. I'm like, man, this, yeah. that was better than it should have been. It was better than it should have been. It had yeah. decent people in it. That was the thing. So I don't know. Okay. I, 
Okay. I don't know how you make a movie off of a self-help book, but they did it. They, they really did it. they did it, and it was not bad. I don't know. Okay. But she's in it. Okay. Yeah, she's funny. So okay. So now we need to set up like we got our three actors. So we need to set up how they get lost, right? Oh, I got it. Sorry, I I do this a lot, but okay. So in the original, the family moves across the country, like, and that's what makes the movie so great is they literally travel across the entire country. So what if Hollywood decides that they don't want to be in California anymore and they move to Florida? Okay. Okay. I like this. It's That's cheaper definitely, in Florida. If Hollywood right. were to go anywhere else, it would be Florida. Or Detroit. So, Think about it. Real estate is cheap. I, you could like make sets everywhere and just leave them up all the time. Detroit is actually, <laughs> believe it or not, not crazy enough for Cal- for, for Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Florida is the only place crazy enough for Hollywood to move. It's okay, so I like the idea. So what you're saying is... These three actors get left behind. They were uh, yes. They got stuck yes. in line at the donut shop and missed the bus for all of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, everyone loaded make up way. into a letter of the sign and just yeah. <laughs> uh, they, so, like, they miss their chance. Hollywood is just empty, is what we're saying, and that they're gonna have okay. to go to Florida if they wanna if they wanna act. Yeah, they got they got stuck at a Chinese buffet or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How am I gonna host Family Feud, <laughs> Louis? It's gonna be all right. <laughs> but I got a taping. <laughs> I was supposed to be there an hour ago. I just went Kermit a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> it's it's right. okay. It works. It doesn't matter. So they're gonna have to go across the country. High yeah. jinks ensue, right? So what? Yeah, yeah. It's just like so a little bit, the, a little bit rat race, a little bit homeward bound. I like it. Except for I, I don't think that any of them know how to drive. That's important to the story. I, no, I think you're right. I mean, you would be surprised how many people in California and don't or in Hollywood, rather, and like New York, actually don't even have driver's license. So you're probably not wrong. Huh. So like um, maybe Louis Anderson's like my driver usually drives me around, but he's been dead for thirty years, and he's just all <laughs> depressed. He's shadow. He's I depressed. forget about it every time I gra- I hop in the limo, and then I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I he's, hop in a he's limo coming out. <laughs> and it's Mark Cuban, and he's very upset. Why did I, what am I doing? <laughs> Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban looked at me one time and just said, "I would buy you if I could." <laughs> and that's we know he doesn't already own Louis Anderson. Let's be honest. <laughs> so uh, they start making their way across the country. They just gotta find their way home, guys. And that's they Florida gotta. for some reason. All right. So so in in Homeward Bound, there's there's a couple of standout moments yeah. um, that I think we need to recreate. And two sure. of them are the cat falls in the river. And okay. they lose yeah, her for true. a little while, and then and someone then, gets hit in the face with a porcupine. Yeah, yes, Chance gets hit in the face with a porcupine because he's, then Shadow he's finds just a curious falls little pup. Yeah, that's the most. Look, can we talk about how disturbing that is? That a yeah, kid's no, movie? I think about that sometimes. It, like, it's the most depressing thing. That dog cannot make it out of that hole, and you're like, man, they filmed this dog trying to get out of this hole. <laughs> get in the hole. <laughs> get in the but hole, like, Airbud. They did a couple of takes where that Air dog Bud was Senior. just looking at them like, why aren't you helping me out of this hole? Yeah, he's and like, my like, son's no, going to play basketball that. one day. You should show some respect. <laughs> So there definitely has to be a moment where Louis Anderson can't get out of a hole. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's perfect. Uh, So let's just start with the first one of falling in the river. Okay. So like... Where where do you think they made... I say they made it to like New Mexico or something. Okay. By the time this has happened. I don't know geography, so we could, you know... Well, I can tell you that New Mexico or Texas 1 is on the way to Florida. Sure, I'm sure I can tell you... I was going to say, New Mexico is in between California and Florida. Yeah, I I at least know that (laughs) much. I'm sure sure that even if it wasn't, they could still make their way through it. I'm basically going to pick, like, states I know are, like, two or three states away from whatever states we just said. Okay, perfect. You're going to do better than me. So, So, New Mexico... New Mexico. Um, I don't know what name of a river's in there. I bet. I bet the, the Rio New Mexico Grande. River. I bet the Rio it's New Grande Mexico runs. River for real. I I have no idea, but okay. if you wouldn't have said for Let's... real, I would have just believed it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, New Mexico River. I like that. The the River de de New Mexico. I like. It. <laughs> yeah. De, de El New Taco Mexico. Bell El R- Rivero. <laughs> El Taco Bell Waterway. Um, <laughs> the Taco Bell Canal. Canal, perfect. Uh. It's man-made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's taco-made, but um, oh no, <laughs> it's just uh. it's just a canal. They had to do something with the salts. concrete that they used to put in the tacos before they got called out for it. 
Uh, all right, so um, what? So in the in Homer Bound, they're like crossing a log, and she's showing off because she's a cat and she's nimble, and she falls in. Or <laughs> I, I think I Chance maybe is like imagine. I'm gonna do the same thing and makes her fall in. But I can uh, imagine Rebel Wilson doing this for real though. Yeah, that's the like, thing. Actually, you guys like, really gotta watch Pitch Perfect for real though. I know because like. It, she's super clumsy in every movie she's in, so this is just like a normal Rebel Wilson thing. Yeah, to that's do. exactly what I was gonna say. And, and <laughs> uh, even in What to Expect When You're Expecting, she like knocks down a set, I believe. So interesting. Yeah. So that yeah, she's trying to go across. She's like, I got this, guys. I got Grace. I got female Grace, and then she falls in. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then Louis like, Oh no, Jonah. And Jonah's yeah, like, I don't know what to Jonah, do. You got one in, right? <laughs> Jonah, Jonah like lashes uh, Louie to some logs and uses it as a flotation device to save her. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. He's kind of the hero of the story. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. The young one has to be. Yeah. So, so maybe they get out of that and she's like upset and that's, right. that's it. That's okay. the last we hear from her. Um, okay. So Jonah, Jonah Hill has to get attacked by a porcupine, right? Yeah. Or something. The equivalent. What, what if he gets uh, stabbed by a drifter? In the face. That, uh, he yeah, had five I, knives. I like he stabbed me with five knives. I like that. Did you guys see that? <laughs> Jonah just took five knives to the face and he's fine. I have six hypodermic needles sticking out of my cheek. <laughs> I imagine him in the free hospital. Just like the free clinic just getting like those pulled out like in uh, Homeward Bound, which was yeah. also the worst part. Yeah. There's a part where they survive a bear attack too, if I remember correctly. Probably. That's a... That's where John Goodman comes in. Or Val, Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. That's where Val, Val Kilmer comes in. Okay. And he comes in and he's like, Wait, you got left behind too? No. I just, <laughs> no. I just live in the woods. Yeah. That's all. I just, I just prey on people in the woods. I live, I live among the bear people. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, and that's, that's they, they survive, but narrowly. Narrowly. And then, uh, so the whole, now we're at the, to the most, you know, All right, so by this time I said they part. made it to like, Georgia, they're right. Yeah, they're like, close. They're, they're close to Florida. So yeah, how do, how does Louis fall in the hole? How does he not? What see if the uh, hole? what if like so? What's he distracted? They, by? they cut to a different scene, and this guy's walking with a box of donuts, and the wind hits it. Oh my gosh! And it makes you it tumble down are a inside of my brain, and it <laughs> the donuts fall into this hole. And I was Louis, about to say what the if last he got thing distracted Louis ate was Val Kilmer. <laughs> you know, the last thing Louis ate was Val Kilmer, so he's got to dive in the hole. <laughs> Okay. I mean, what do you think? Nick, you said you had something, right? I literally, not quite the same thing, but I was going to say that, like, I was going to say a pizza guy, he's following a pizza guy, and the pizza guy falls in a hole and he chases him. He's, he's hunting a pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, guys, I think he was on Ninja Warrior. He got out of the hole, like, right away. And they're like, he just had upper body strength, you idiot. <laughs> That's the only difference. It, I haven't lifted my arms above my head since 1974. <laughs> Perhaps you've seen the movie. It's just a 30-second clip when you of him reach actually doing a certain that. level of notoriety, you don't have to reach for things higher than your waist. That's <laughs> you guys will get there one day. <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> Family Feud money's still holding out. <laughs> Uh, so he's in the hole, but he's of course he's like they're like you need to climb out, and it's probably not that deep. It's just that he's sitting there eating the whole box of donuts for half the film. <laughs> no, you guys just leave me. I'm good. <laughs> just leave me. I'm gonna be fine. Uh, Life finds a way. I'm like oh, okay, okay. And so they like, leave him. That's a great <laughs> twist on the original. They just leave him. Well, he says that you know we talked about how like. Donuts are in the hole, and then a pizza guy falls into. That's like that's what happens. <laughs> this <laughs> this was meant to be. I'm where I'm supposed to be. You go. What's it? What's it in Star Wars? The pit that Boba Fett falls into. The, the Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit. Yeah. So like maybe maybe Louis Anderson just slowly becomes the Sarlacc pit. He eats enough <laughs> to where he's just a mouth that eats people who are not careful. <laughs> and that's what happens to Louis. He doesn't actually make it home. I'll just stay uh, in this hole, guys. Yes. It's pretty pretty productive. Uh, I like it. I've eaten more of this hole than I have in the past six years. I'm not leaving. <laughs> he just, so he, he gets eaten Jonah, by a. He gets he eats a pizza man for real, like the whole hole. <laughs> uh, like so it. Jonah Hill and uh, Rebel Wilson continue on without him. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and, uh, and they, they probably go and like set up some like gastric bypass surgery for him, so he'll eventually get out of that hole. 
No, no. See, so maybe what I was, I kind of like the idea of you know. So the the homework, the ending of Homeward Bound is just a shot of where the two other animals came out and them yeah. calling for Shadow, and it's like a good minute of nothing happening, and then he kind of limps out. What if it's that, but? Louis Aiton just never comes out. Of the <laughs> never comes, and the kids go to find him, and they fall in the Sarlacc pit. That is himself. Yeah. <laughs> the credits are just for Louis. That's the, yeah. the uh, credits. Uh, man. I like it. The kids have to find their way out of Louis Anderson. Homeward Bound Two. Look who's <laughs> homeward bounding now. Lost in Louis Anderson. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that would be lost in. Wait, lost in. Wait, Escape from L.A. It could be Escape from Louis Anderson. Dud. Was there Done. an escape from L.A.? No, it's not. It's yeah, no, there was, there was an escape from Done. New York and an escape from L.A. That's San not Francisco. Homeward Bound. That is, that oh. is just... Homeward Bound is lost in San Francisco. We already touched that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. If you want to go escape great. from L.A., we could talk about Metal Gear for real. <laughs> I, just, I was just right? thinking it is. Right? Escape, yeah. from, escape from Louis Anderson. L.A. stands for Louis Anderson. That's another yeah, movie. Yeah, no, I, I that's another podcast. That's a good idea. That's, our, yeah. that's, that's another movie. Put that in your back pocket. Listeners, email that to us. <laughs> We're running low. Email us. Do you us. think we should, uh, yeah, should we 30 second pitch this? Yeah. Yeah, go for I think it. We're All right, so Homeward Round is a take on Homeward Bound with uh, your favorite overweight actors having to travel across country to find their family in Florida. Uh, Louis Anderson becomes a uh, Sarlacc, I guess. That's it. Done. They eat some right. kids. The end. It's a happy <laughs> Good old cannibalism. Cannibalism, just the American way. Mm-hmm. Let's make American cannibals again. <laughs> I like it. So, that's it. Make America taste again. <laughs> Good deal. So, hey, I just wanted to thank our listeners for listening. You can reach us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, David, if they wanted to email us a movie, where would they email that to? If you wanted to send us a movie, you could send that to movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. That's movies at unpitchablepodcast.com. Send us, you know, uh, you got a new um, Fast and Furious sequel you want us to talk about? Send it to us. You know, tell us how we're doing. We need, we need some emails because we're running low on We um, are running low suggestions, on, on so. yeah, user submissions. If you, if, so, um, basically what I'm saying is if you send us something, it will be read on this podcast for sure. So Guaranteed. That's a good point. Yeah, this is your this is your chance to shine on a podcast with maybe 12 listeners. 12 to 14 so. listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Oh, and also go and rate and subscribe on iTunes because we need it. Yep. To, you know. yep. Yeah, guys, if, if, yep. if you like what we're doing, go rate us. Give us some gold stars. So anyway, David, you have a listener suggestion, right? I do. This listener suggestion comes in from a Adam Flynn. We know Adam, right. guys. Yeah, um, do know we Adam. do know Adam. He says, I'm a big fan of the show. I have an idea for a movie. It's Camp Rock 3, Nickel's Back. The plot no. I have for the movie is, it's Nickelback doing a documentary of themselves trying to get people to like them again. That's all I got. Make it happen. Can you imagine Nickelback, what they would have to do to make people like them again? It's like literally, you, he's just like spending all his money to feed the poor, and we're just like, you're still kind of the worst. <laughs> you, Not gonna did lie. Did you have to sing while you handed him all food? It's <laughs> like, uh, what's the lead singer of Nickelback's name? Chad Kroger. Chad Kroger is like the new Elon Musk. He's like developing, you know, <laughs> cars to help the environment and uh, space exploration, and he cures cancer, <laughs> and everyone's like, but but you were you did do that one song, and you were <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's the movie. That sounds great, actually. <laughs> what the crap idea. out of that? <laughs> uh, good deal. So, hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm Nick Keggy. I'm David Johnson. I'm Tim Catania. Until next time, pitch this to your mom. Pit- pitchable. Pitch. Pitch it. <laughs>
That's paleo. Meat? Meat's paleo. Meat's the most paleo of all things. Not the, all meat, but most meat. The problem yeah. with paleo is that uh, cavemen were opportunists. So, like, they'd be more likely to grab the clerk from behind the Burger King counter and eat them <laughs> than they would, like, an actual hamburger. You were always my favorite. I'm on a pretty strict booty diet right now. And I just would like to let you guys know that I'm not even ashamed. And also this booty that washed up on the beach. Um, yeah, they're booty. hybrids.